tonight want to speak a word from Genesis chapter 45, 9 to 11th verse. The Bible says, Hasty and go up, Lord of Father, and say unto him, Thus saith thy son Joseph, God had made me Lord of all the Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not. And thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me. Thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy herds, and all that you have. And there I will nourish thee. For yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty. One more scripture tonight from Psalm 107, 15 and the 16th verse. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in thunder. Tonight, the word that I want to minister is on the grace and the favor of Goshen. Hallelujah. In Genesis 45 and the 10th verse, we find this word Goshen. Joseph is saying, Thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen. Everybody say Goshen. And thou shalt be near unto me. Thou and thy children and thy children's children and thy flocks and thy herds and all that thou hast. And there I will nourish thee. And yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that has come to poverty. Prophetically, that word Goshen means the land of preservation. We know from the scriptures that it is the land of plenty, the land of multiplication and increase. When you study the book of Genesis, you will find it was a place of deliverance, a place of increase from trouble and a place of double fruitfulness. When there was a famine all throughout the earth, in the land of Goshen, there was no lack. In the land of Goshen, there was light. In the land of Goshen, there was protection for God's people. In the land of Goshen, there was enough and more than enough bread. Glory to God. Goshen was the richest and the most fertile place. And all the people in that land were prosperous and nourished. Later on, you will find in the book of Exodus, when God's judgment came about in Egypt and across the land, in the land of Goshen, there was light and there was blessing and there was overflowing and there was peace and there was prosperity. Hallelujah. Judgments did not enter there. And the Bible warns us that in the last days, deep darkness shall cover the earth, but the glory of Yahweh shall arise over God's people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Even this night, don't look at the world. Don't agree with the world and say, that's what is going to happen to me. You are different with a, with a capital D because you are a child of promise. Everybody who's washed and uh, hallelujah, praise the Lord, uh, set apart uh, uh, by the blood of Jesus Christ are in the land of Goshen and you are called to enjoy the plentiful benefits, hallelujah, through the redemptive power of His holy blood, hallelujah. If you believe that, put your hands together, hallelujah, receive your portion in the 
Lord by faith. You are a child of promise. You have a covenant with God. You have been bought and redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Not with silver or gold, but by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And you have the word of promise tonight. Declare over you. Receive it in the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. As long as this word abides in you, this word works in you, this word is revelatory towards you by the power of the Holy Spirit. You are separate from the world. You are separate from COVID. You are separate from darkness. You are separate from lack. You are separate from poverty. Hallelujah. The glory of God will cover you. The glory of God will preserve you. The glory of God will watch over you. The glory of God, hallelujah, will follow you to bless your life. Fire by night. Cloud during the day. He shall lead you, hallelujah, all the days of your life. Tonight the Lord told me as I was praying death threatening diseases that is fashioned against you shall not prosper shall not stand tonight God's portion is long life death threatening diseases that is fashioned against God's people tonight I rebuke it, I bind it and I release and lose your life to long life, hallelujah, praise God and to nourishment of Goshen tonight in the name of the Lord geographically Goshen is a place very close to river Nile, the west coast but spiritually it is a level in the spirit in the spiritual realm, it's a place where you're preserved it's a place where you are protected. It's a place when others are troubled. You are not. Because God is preserving you, multiplying you, blessing you amidst the trouble. That's our portion tonight. Write this in your heart. What destroys other people will not destroy you because of favor. Open your mouth and declare it over your life, over your family, over everything that you have. What destroys other people will not destroy me because I am highly favored. I am under the favor of the blood of Jesus Christ. I am under the favor of the cross of Calvary. I am under the unmerited favor. I receive it by faith tonight in Jesus' name. Look at whosoever sitting next to you and say, I might be mad at you, but God is not mad at you. God favors you tonight. God favors you tonight. God favors you tonight. Kudian might be mad at you. Oh no, hallelujah. But God favors you tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. There are three realms in the which a believer can be. Realm of just survival. Realm of sufficiency. And the realm of surplus living. Noah survived the flood. The people of God, Joshua generation. Hallelujah. Cornerstone Church, Petra Church, and all our churches. You and me, the child of God. You and I will survive this COVID-19. There's a realm of survival. Noah survived the flood. Your business, your family, your health will survive this COVID-19 in the name of Jesus. Come on somebody tonight. If you receive it, say Amen. But that's not where we want to be in the realm of the Spirit. That's just a start. Psalm 107 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for His good and His mercies endure it forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, that He has redeemed us from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the to dwell in, south and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness, a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, they also fainted in them. 
they also cried to the Lord in their trouble and the Bible says he delivered them out of their distresses tonight and he led them forth by the right way that they might go into a city of habitation that's survival hallelujah he delivered them out of their distresses hallelujah praise the Lord then let them forth at the right way that might go into a city of habitation that survival in the wilderness he redeemed them in the wilderness he saw them a solitary way hallelujah when their soul fainted God answered them and led them forth in the right way that's survival but don't stop there read the next verse oh that men would praise the Lord for his goodness for his wonderful works to the children of men for he satisfies the longing soul and fill the hungry soul with goodness that sufficiency that sufficiency from survival he's satisfying you with his goodness continue over reading and such as sit in darkness and the shadow of death being bound in affliction and iron because they rebelled against the words of the Lord and contented contempted contained contained the counsel of the most high God therefore he brought down their heart with labor not favor brought with labor they fell down and there was none to help that's a place of no favor because they rebelled against God the Bible said then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses he brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder oh that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men for he had broken the gates of brass everybody say gates of brass and cuts the bars of iron say but cuts the bars of iron in sunder that's prosperity that's surplus living from survival to sufficiency to prosperity or surplus living why it's surplus living because the Bible says he has broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder sunder means a path that cannot be joined back together tonight certain bars of iron hallelujah above you tonight be broken be cut in sunder so that devil cannot enemy cannot put it back tonight in the name of Jesus it cannot hallelujah can't be joined back together it's dissolved it disunited it's broken apart somebody's chains and the bars of iron are going to break tonight into two it cannot be broke together the bondage cannot return back to you or to your family he's going to break it off tonight in the name of Jesus why do we say that's a place of surplus living Isaiah 45 1 to 3 the Bible says thus said the Lord to his anointed to Cyrus whose right hand I've holden and to subdue the nations before him I loose the loins of kings and to open before him two leaved gates and the gate shall not be shut I will go before him and make the crooked place straight and I will break in pieces the gates and the bars I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut it sunder the bars of iron so here the prophecy over Cyrus 100 years before he was born it spoke it's spoken by the prophet Isaiah and says I will break in pieces of gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron but it, it's amazing what happens afterwards verse 3 I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou may know that I am the Lord 
which shall call you by name the God of Israel when the gates of brass were broken and the bars of iron asundered you have the treasures come on church tonight you have the treasures released in darkness and in secret places it's good treasures not evil tonight in the name of the Lord may the treasures be released over your life in the blood name of Jesus treasures that you have never known before treasures in darkness treasures that were hidden before let it be released tonight if you believe it put your hands together give praise and shout in the Holy Ghost tonight we receive it by faith in the name of Jesus hallelujah look at the person next to you look at the husband and the wife and say treasure treasure is going to come to me treasure treasure is going to come to me treasure treasure is going to come to me amen treasures are going to come to you that surplus living when you are in that realm Job chapter 28, 7 and 8 says there is a path which no fowl knoweth and which the vultures I has not seen the lions hallelujah webs have not trodden it nor the fierce lion pass by it in other words God has kept ways which the vultures do not know the proud lions cannot see there are blessings, hallelujah, you haven't seen, which nobody knows, which the vultures of the air and the proud lions are unable to find it. Hallelujah, where the enemy cannot locate you, where the enemy cannot locate your blessings, that is the kind of blessing God has kept for the ones that will love him. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived for the things, so oh, come on somebody tonight, for the things God has prepared to those who love him. There are things God has kept for you. It's not speaking about spiritual stuff. It's speaking about things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lift your hands and say, things that I cannot fathom in my mind, things that I cannot figure out with my head, God is going to bring into my life. God is going to bring through in my life in Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. And the church said, Amen. And the church said, What God has for you, He will bring into your life. That's why we should be bold enough to say, I don't want anything in my life that is not assigned to me. That is not God-given. Because what is God-given will come to you. You don't want even a rupee that God does not want us to have. We don't, does not want anything in this world that God does not give us. The blessing of the Lord maketh you rich as no sorrow. We don't want anything that brings sorrow into our lives. However good it looks from the outset. From the outside lift your hands and say lord i only want what you give me lord i only want what you give me there are things which only god can give that god will release forth because you are his child there are things that holy spirit wants to impart into you there are people who just look to survive through this phase there are people who are looking to the realm of sufficiency which is equal to success but then, what God wants us, it's a surplus living. Hallelujah. This is how things were in Goshen. Where God's people were, there was no lack. Because surplus living is equal to significance. Some people have success, but they are not significant. God wants you to have biblical successes so that you are significant in the kingdom of God. Our successes should trigger.
conquer significance. Come on. Our successes should lead us into significance. That's what our church needs. That's what your life needs. That's what my life needs. Let us pray tonight as a church that God will give us success and our success will lead us into significance for the kingdom in the name of Jesus. And that can only happen when the gates of brass and the bars of iron are broken over your life tonight. That's why this word will break it tonight. If you believe, take this word tonight. There is an anointing. There is a weight. There is a heaviness of God's oil coming and destroying it. Smearing over that bars of iron and breaking it tonight. Oh, How do you know that you are under a bar of iron? When you pray and your answers are forthcoming and there is a prolonged delay, chances are there is an iron bar and a brace in heaven over you. Not every delay, but there are some delays not caused by God. God does not cause delay. The Bible says, before you call me, he will answer you. Then why is this kinds of delay? Chances are that, see, sometimes chances are that you caused it. Whether it's about marriage. You know, some people, not everyone. Sometimes certain people. Or whether, whether it's about having a baby. Or being blessed in some area of your life. Something that is delayed. Not every delay. Many a time you need to discern and find out whether it is your rebellion or disobedience to God's instruction that has caused the closed heaven over your life. Hallelujah. See, there are testings that might come from God, but that's not for a eternal <laughs> delays. Amen. But these are delays that are caused by you. How do you know there's a brace in heaven and the grounds are like iron? When you sow and you don't reap, the ground is like iron. Nothing is coming out of it. It represents curse and poverty. It's easy to sow in a fertile land Bible says, given it shall be given to a good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Men will give into your bosom. But when there is a rebellion and disobedience to God's instruction, you will find it as closed. You work hard, but there is nothing to show for. Seeds cannot, seeds cannot grow in the midst of iron. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 to 19 tonight. And to Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and thou hast eaten of the tree which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow thou shalt eat of it and all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In thy sweat of thy face, thou shalt eat bread. Till thou return unto ground, for out of it was thou taken. For thus thou art unto dust thou shalt return. In the garden of Eden, God said unto Adam, Because you listen to your wife, thorns and thistles will come from the earth. You will sweat, you will labor, you will hardly get anything out of the seed that you saw out of the seed that you sow because there was a curse that was on the land. 
But the Bible says, Jesus took those thorns and allowed to be placed on his head so that you will not have to carry this curse upon your life. You will walk in fame tonight. Aren't you glad tonight? Jesus took that was happened in the garden of Eden. He took those thorns and thistles and those curse upon his own head when he was crowned with the hallelujah crown of thorns. It was a hallelujah sign that that curse was broken. That Jesus took it over over his life and he shed his blood so that your sins shall be forgiven and that which was passed down from Adam hallelujah to your life shall be broken over your life and never again return back in Jesus name. I think you need to be more joyful than that. You need to be more happier than that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. He went to the Calvary's cross and set you free. That's why the Bible says, Oh, let men praise him. Let everyone praise him. When you hear these kind of words, nothing else out of the believer's heart shall flow. Reverse of praise tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He lifted up your curse. He took your shame because of his name. The Bible says instead of shame, you will have fame and double portion. Instead of your shame, he took your curse. He took those thorns on him. Lift your hands and say, Jesus, thank you for taking my curse. Thank you for putting my thorns upon your head, Lord, so that my head is free tonight to receive from heaven. If you believe it, give him praise and thanks in the home that you're sitting tonight. Lift up your hands. Lift up your head. Hallelujah. Stand up in your place and say, Lord, I thank you, Lord. If it was not for you, hallelujah, Lord, I would be walking in a cursed atmosphere, in a cursed place. Jesus, we give you praise. He carried it, the Bible says. We just sang that song. He carried it. Genesis 4, 9. <clears throat> the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I brother's keeper? Cain killed his own brother Abel. And he's saying, Am I his keeper? When the Lord asks, Where is he? What did you do? Am I my brother's keeper? Always remember, either you are your brother's keeper or you are your brother's killer. Tonight, it's a decision we have to make. Are we our brother's keeper or are we our brother's killer? Genesis 4 10 to 12 says, And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. You will be a fugitive and a vagabond. You shall be on this earth, on the earth. In other words, God was saying, Hallelujah. When you are walking disobedience to the instructions of God. It says, whatever you do, when you don't come under the grace of the Almighty God, whatever you do, going to be wasted. The Bible says you will become a vagabond, one who cannot hold any job. What he starts something but cannot complete it. Starts a marriage life, cannot complete it. Starts the ministry but cannot complete it. Start a job but cannot complete it. Start learning a music instrument, 
but I mean nothing. Start parenting, but no, that's not completed. Tonight, in the blood name of Jesus, every spirit of vagabond inside the church, inside your family, I take spiritual authority as your pastor, as your father in this house. I take spiritual authority tonight. I rebuke that spirit of vagabond to leave in the power of your holy name, in the blood of Jesus Christ. Every attack of a vagabond inside the church be broken tonight. Let us be brothers, keeper and not killer. In the name of Jesus, we come under your holy blood tonight, Lord. We ask you forgiveness if you have killed people with our words, with our actions, oh Lord. I be prayer. Oh, release over our lives tonight and release over other people's life tonight. In the name of Jesus, we receive our forgiveness, Lord. We receive your mercy tonight and we release mercy to those who have hurt us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. He does something today and something else tomorrow. Nothing is concrete in this life. That is a vagabond. When you fail to pray for your brother or your sister and keep them before the Lord in prayer, the Bible says your ground can become like iron and heavens can become like a brazen covering. When you're killing someone with your words, your actions, killing someone softly, a small talk, something bad about somebody who's redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You won't experience the release. Amen. Don't do that to your life tonight. Hallelujah. You have to receive grace tonight. Favor tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. To be a blessing tonight. Dibariya sambharadras. Dol baradras keredaras kereba. Deuteronomy 28, we know the scripture. When you obey the Lord, He will open the heavens and the earth produces. God rewards obedience. God rewards an atmosphere of love. God rewards a lifestyle of love. God has poured out His love into your heart through the Holy Spirit. So that for what? Full of love. That love has to flow to somebody else too. That's what love is about. Just as I've loved you, love one another. That is the sign that we are walking in the truth in the light if anybody says that he's in the light and he hates his brother he lives in darkness he's a liar come on tonight church every lie against ourselves be broken tonight let the truth of God's word set us free our heart, our mind, our lives free in the name of Jesus Bible says, but it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. See, this is all the happenings of what has happened by Adam's sin. But when we come under the mercy and the grace of the cross of Calvary, we cannot kill our brother. We are brother's keepers. Always remember that. That's the nature that we have received from Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Bible says, when God pronounced obedience, very few people say Amen. Like some of you are not saying Amen. The Bible says, when you completely obey the Lord your God, I will bless you. Hallelujah. But everybody said Amen to the curses that were pronounced. Hallelujah. Because the moment you say Amen, you are sure that thing will happen. So, don't 
Say amen to the curses. You are supposed to say amen to the blessing. Deuteronomy 28, 23 says, And your heavens which are over your head shall be bronze, and the earth which is under your shall be iron. In the Old Testament, because there was no Jesus, there was no cross, people did not have the guts to say amen to that. But tonight, because we are under the holy blood of Jesus Christ, under the better covenant, all His promises are yes and amen. Through the finished work of Jesus Christ, we can say amen to the blessing of God. We can do amen through the instruction that we are called to do it because we said, oh my God, I can follow this instruction because of Jesus' blood, because of His grace. His commandments are not burdensome anymore. Why? Because of Jesus' grace. Come on church tonight. And he says, be brother's keeper. We don't have to, oh my God, will I be able to? You can, because you're under a better covenant. The moment you rebel or disobey the Lord without realizing this, this is what has happened tonight. You continually come under this disobedience and rebellion with disobedience. When you don't acknowledge the Lordship of Jesus over your life, this is the kind of experience you will have. But tonight I pray, as you look to the Lord and call on the name of Jesus, and you will say, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord. That I want to open my heart before you, that I want to respond to you tonight. I want my heavens to be opened and the earth to bring forth this yield. And I want the work of my hands to be blessed. And when you speak it out, hallelujah, he will forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Once again, he will set you free. Tonight, I pray that you shall close your eyes for a few minutes. Ask the Lord for forgiveness if you have gone against this word tonight against the instruction against the commandments of the Lord tonight and say Lord I'm sorry Lord sorry Lord sorry Lord Oh, hallelujah, for not walking in love, not to be led by spirit. I'm sorry for walking in flesh and trusting in my flesh. I'm sorry, Lord, tonight. Hallelujah, release me, Lord. Hallelujah, tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Let the power of this word reach out to your heart tonight. And may your open heavens be above you tonight. That is your portion. Oh, the moment you ask forgiveness. Hallelujah, there is something that will happen in the realm of the spirit. Oh, you will feel the freedom inside of you to receive it. Huh? That's right. In the name of Jesus, you will feel a freedom inside, the faith to receive it. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Till that time, you'll think, oh, it's for me. Can I take it? Can I receive it? But once you ask the Lord, sorry, you will have that freedom to receive. It's mine. Genesis 26, the Bible says Isaac sowed in the land and he reaped the same year a hundredfold. Genesis 26, 17, the Bible says Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. The valley of Gerar, that is a place of survival. He looked at his father's well and tried to open it. The enemies will, will come and close, just surviving. In Girar, just surviving again, started with survival again to look at that ah, three dimensions. He would go forth from that place and got into the second realm called Rehoboth. Rehoboth, 
which means a place of sufficiency. He called the name of it Rehoboth. In Genesis 26 and the 22nd verse says, He moved from there and dug another well and did not quarrel over it again. So he called its name Rehoboth. Because he said, For now the Lord has made room for us and we will be fruitful in the land. Hallelujah. From survival to sufficiency. Some people are happy in that place. I'm blessed. My needs are met. I have enough for water to drink. I can pay for my children's school fees. I have enough money to build a house. I can pay my EMI for my car. People are sufficient. I mean, they are satisfied there. Happy. I can pay my laborers. I can start a small business. I'm happy there. But don't stop there. There's a third realm that God wants His people to walk into. It's called Beersheba. Everybody say Beersheba. A place of prosperity and surplus living. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 26 and 23 and the 24, the Bible says, Then he went up from there to Beersheba. And the Lord appeared to him and same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants and my serve for my servant Abraham's sake. And Genesis 26, 27, 28. And Isaac said unto them, Why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? But they said, We have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. And we said, Let there be now an oath, an oath between us, between you and us. Let us make a covenant with you. Enemies recognized that Isaac was tremendously blessed because the Lord was with him. Tonight, Say, Lord is with me tonight. Hallelujah. And the enemies testified that the Lord is with you. And let that be our portion in Jesus Christ. Let everybody that was quarreling you, against you, oppressing you, harassing you, hallelujah, belittling you, hallelujah, the same people tonight I'm declaring will come back and say, the Lord is with you. Let's make an oath. Let's make an oath between you. Let's make a covenant between you and me. Because, you know, I no longer want to, hallelujah, upset you. Come on. That is what the word, some of them are going to say. I'm not going to upset this person. I don't want to upset Jacob anymore because I know that the Lord is with you. That's what the people are going to say. Come on, some of the exact words tonight. I'm declaring exact words. Oh, hallelujah. There's a realm of sufficiency where you can walk tonight. The problem is that in the realm of sufficiency, there is nothing that you can't do for others. You are only happy within yourself. There's nothing you can do for the kingdom of God. It's a very selfish place. You are happy with your own small world. You can look back and say, somehow I managed this month. You know, no issues came. All expenses are met. Paid my rent, my fees, no expenses. Praise God, I bought a new iPhone. And you can testify also in the church. But it's still a selfish place. But you should aspire a place of surplus. Some believers are happy just being there, but in this COVID-19, when everybody is in the containment zone, you are not. Hallelujah, in a containment. Enemy would like to containment the believers in the life of sufficiency 
tonight i release the church i release my life i release your life i release our families from the realm of sufficiency to the realm of surplus thinking and surplus lifestyle and surplus living ah yeah yeah for the glory of god for the kingdom of god if you're happy hallelujah come on put your hands together give a shout of praise and hallelujah in your own home come on i feel the anointing of god anointing of surplus anointing of breakthrough oh karaba sambarada divaria sambara digaria sotere balasia Oh, hallelujah. Where you can say, God is taking off over, over me. God is taking care of me. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes when you speak about surplus, people say, Pastor, I'm content with what I have. It is very spiritual, see, you see. But you are not content, you are contained. 1 Timothy 6 says, contentment has great gain godliness with contentment has great gain but where is the gain where is the gain in other words the Lord is saying yes it's good to be content that kind of godliness has a gain that's where God wants you to be in the gain zone come on not in the containment oh i'm happy no no it should lead you to the gain zone come on tonight this word is going to release you from a place called heart of containment very good from but if not there that's not your portion that's not your zone he is releasing you into a gain zone tonight in the name of the lord come on church tonight oh hallelujah because the people operate like to operate in the realm of survival Believers are more happy to move, you know, in the realm of survival. But tonight there is a movement forward into the realm of sufficiency. I call it the name of Jesus. Because the place of survival is vulnerable. There is no savings. There are, the, there are, there are small setbacks. You know, even set, setbacks come in the place of sufficiency. You, you, you become suicidal, depressed. But today you have a good job. And tomorrow you are in the street with nothing and suddenly you become vulnerable you in the line the night worried about you tomorrow because the spirit of mammon has taken a hold over your mind it is making you restless it is making you jealous over the one who has <laughs> walking in the uh, all surplus of god how many of you think it's a good idea to have my own sufficiency and from sufficiency to surplus and enough and more for the kingdom of God and to be not jealous? Come on. Hallelujah. To break out from the spirit of jealousy. Hallelujah. Because I don't need to compare because I can say God is with me and it's God has blessed me too. Let there be a two in your life tonight to tell somebody God has blessed me too. Come on somebody tonight. Is it bringing a smile on your face? That's why I said, survival is not your place. Sufficiency is your place. Because sufficiency will bring a smile. Come on. Come on somebody tonight. Worry is the interest that you pay for the loan you have not taken. That's what worry will do. That's what sufficiency, staying in uh, survival, staying in sufficiency will do. You are worrying about a loan that you have not taken. You lay worried. What is going to happen tomorrow? God does not want 
us to worry. Tonight, ha, that a worry connected to a survival mindset to be broken. May you enter by faith into a realm, hallelujah, of supernatural surplus living, into streets, into streets of surplus living. I don't know why I said that, but into streets, I see streets. Uh, some of the streets that you are going to live are going to be only people who can afford more and more. Those kind of streets are going to be yours. Come on, somebody, take it. Hallelujah, glory to God. Philippians 4 6 says, Be anxious for nothing and everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Today, the word of God set somebody free who's just, who's just, you know, getting revived by this word, setting free somebody who was just there. You know, may God release you from that place of surviving. Somebody was just surviving. God is, God is reviving you from there to a place of sufficiency tonight. In the name of the Lord. Everything that is contained to you in that level to be broken tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May He bring you into a place of sufficiency and from there into a place of surplus in the name of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, receive it in the name of Jesus. Or receive it in the name of Jesus. Sufficiency is better than survival. It's a good place, but it's not the best place because you can hardly give to somebody. You can hardly bless somebody. Sufficient does not allow to help somebody tonight. So what is the biblical thing? A few points and let's pray together. Because sometimes it's very hard to preach. Pastor said it's very hard to preach a message. There is nothing. Because the moment you preach, people will say it's a prosperity gospel. There is nothing called a prosperity gospel. We are all gospel preachers because we preach salvation. It's only through Jesus and only through grace. We speak about forgiveness of sin. We speak about healing in the name of Jesus. We speak about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We speak about the gifts of the Spirit. We, we speak about the repentance by faith. We, 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 we speak about the second coming of our Lord. And together with that, because like all the other topics, the prosperity is there in the Bible, we preach prosperity also. That is called the full gospel. Come on tonight, church. We preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ. The full counsel of God. Because prosperity is also a part of it. It's there in the Bible. The same Holy Spirit who wrote the rest of those chapters has also written this. So we have to preach it. Because Bible says He will only confirm His word. Oh, come on tonight church. God's idea of surplus is you to have enough and more so that you don't succumb to greed or covetousness or mammon. What is surplus? You are more than is required or needed for your personal life. Lift your hands and say, I have more that is required in the name of Jesus. Amen. What is surplus? Over and above the norm. It is speaking about a Goshen grace and favor. Over and above the norm. It means excessive. Beyond what you can think or ask or expect, God gives you. Tonight in the name of Jesus, step into by faith in the name of the Lord. Put your right leg somewhere and say, I'm stepping into in the name of Jesus. I'm stepping into by faith in the name of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Ephesians 3 says, He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than you think, even imagine or dream because of the great power that works within you, the El Shaddai power. But some people, the problem in the church is they have the elder son mentality, the small God, the small God mentality. What is the small goat mentality? In Luke chapter 15, the elder son is coming back. The servants told him that the younger son has come back and the father is celebrating. The elder son gets so upset and he stands outside the church. He says, I was with you serving, but you'd not even give me a small goat. And the father said, everything that I have is yours. And your younger brother knew that. That's why he came back. That's why I'm giving it to them. Why, 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 why are you worried about the little goat when I have everything that you... I have is yours. But if you only want the little go take it. <laughs> that is also yours. Some people have the small goat mentality. There is no spirituality in lack. And there is no spirituality in surplus either. The spirituality has to do with your relationship with Jesus Christ. Your spirituality has to do with the knowing the heart of the Father. Having a lack or surplus does not make you less or more spiritual. That is not the question here. Do you want into the step, hallelujah, or the realm where the Father wants to get you to? That's the thing. So it's not about the spirituality. It's about do you want to understand the heart of the Father and to step into that realm? That's all. Tonight I pray that the heart of the Father shall be revealed over your heart, over your mind, over our life. Hallelujah. I feel a supernatural freedom tonight moving in the house of God and into your houses, into your room. It is sent from heaven above. Hallelujah. Glory to God as you're believing. Hallelujah. Certain bars of iron are broken. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Things are happening. Ha ha ha. Open your mouth. Things are happening. Come on. Angels are working. Come on. Glory to God. Problem with some believers, they got the grasshopper mentality. Numbers 13 and the 33rd verse. They are in the promised land, but in their mindset, the grasshopper. They are seeing the giants. They said they are like grasshoppers. Grasshoppers never eat grapes. The grapes are there, but they can only see the problem. And they can never eat the grapes. Don't have the grasshopper mentality. Look at two people and say, don't have the grasshopper mentality. Or the goat mentality. <laughs> that be broken off your life tonight in the name of Jesus. Because there are grapes there. Focus on the grapes. Focus on the Father's house. Focus on what is provided. Focus on the heart of the Lord. Focus on the promises of God. And re- re- release it tonight over your life. Eat it. Receive it and eat it tonight. It is said, beware of the naked man who promises you a shirt. (laughs) There's no surplus there. You cannot help somebody or further the kingdom of God without surplus. That's where we come to Goshen. Because what is Goshen? Joseph, the favor of the Lord. He is saying to his brothers to go and call my father who is in Canaan and brothers You come with your families, with your sons, your daughters, and with your cattle, all that you have, and I'll take care of you. Come on, look at the surplus. Man with surplus. 
one man is taking care of 70 of them because he knew what he's stepping into the grace and the favor and the anointing of Goshen come on he's saying that I can take care of this oh come it's an anointing tonight they give you praise. There's a realm where you can take care. Ask the Lord, give me that grace tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Give me, lift your hands and say, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. In the name of Jesus tonight, we give you praise and glory tonight. You're stepping into a blessing. You want to take care of someone else? Tap into that kind of favor. Open your mouth and pray earnestly and say, Lord, I want to step into that blessing and favor and grace that will bring surplus. Open your mouth, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in simple words, simple language. Jesus, Jesus, oh my Hesie, Lo Mantinesie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus, Lord. May your people receive an anointing. Oh, take tonight, catch tonight in the name of Jesus. Give you praise tonight. The purpose of message tonight is you step into it. How do you step into it? How do you tap into this grace? Number one, pray. There is a saying, when prayer becomes your habit, miracles and blessings will become your lifestyle. What do you need to pray? Ask God for the surplus anointing of prosperity that is scriptural to flow into your life tonight. For Psalm 118, when you read 19 to 26, it says, Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them. I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. Through the righteous shall enter. I will praise you. For you have answered me and you have become my salvation. The stone which the builders have rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad at it. Next verse, verse 25. Save now, I pray, O Lord. Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says you prayed and you are blessed. And you are blessing somebody else out of that. Hallelujah. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. When the prosperity came, we have blessed you. Come on, church, tonight. Lord, I pray some now prosperity. Why? So that we have blessed you from the house of God. May our house of God be a distribution center to the nations of the world, to the land of Israel, to the nations of the world. I am asking the Lord tonight to position us to bless the land of Israel, God's nation. Hallelujah. In the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, to be a part of accelerating the prophecies of God. And together with that, hallelujah, to accelerate, hallelujah, the prophecies, hallelujah, through the material prosperity that is going to flow from the house of God tonight. Number two, confess. Confess all your known sins. In Proverbs chapter 28 and the 13th verse, 
He who covers and covers his sins shall not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Hallelujah! I told you when you confess your sin, when the Holy Spirit shows something, and when you confess, there is a freedom to receive. Sin is a block to abundance. Say with me, sin is a block to abundance. Number three, listen to the prophets of God. Two Chronicles chapter twenty and the twentieth verse. So they rose early in the morning and went into the wilderness of Tekoa. As they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, "Hear, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established." believe his prophets and you shall prosper stay in the realm of anointing where you have men of god speaking over your life the word releasing prophetic words over your life and they do it tap into it if you're sensitive to the holy spirit have a relationship with jesus you will get what god wants you to get sometimes simple little things to will help you but god says through the servant of god you do simple things I still remember telling some. <laughs> I should say that I said many times. It was simple. Somebody was believing for marriage and was praying simple thing. I said, "Please comb your hair." I think within two weeks, that person started combing her hair. Within one or two weeks, the marriage was fixed. <laughs> I don't know. Simple things tonight. Simple thing. There are people who have given instructions. They have not received it. And still staying in the average realm of God. Hallelujah. Number four. Look at. Somebody and say, follow the instruction. The comb your hair. <laughs> Number four, make up your mind to be a giving person, not a stingy person. God cannot put anything in a closed fist. Amen. Proverbs chapter eleven, twenty-four and twenty, twenty-eight, twenty-four to twenty-eight. The Bible says, "There is one who scatters yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than right leads to poverty. The generous shall be made rich; the one who waters also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain." But blessing will be on the head of whom, of him who sells it. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish. Amen. Isaiah thirty-two one to eight. Behold, a king will reign in righteousness. and princes will rule with justice a man 
will be as a hiding place from the wind and to cover from the tempest as a rivers of water in a dry place as a shadow of great rock in a weary land the eyes of those who see will not be dim and the ears of those who hear will listen and also the heart of the brash will understand knowledge and the tongue of the stammerers will be ready to speak plainly coming coming down the foolish person will no longer be called generous not the might is ungodly bountiful for the foolish person will speak foolishness and his heart will work iniquity to practice ungodliness to utter against the error against the lord to keep the angry unsatisfied so he is foolish and he will cause the drink of the thirsty to fail also the scheme of the schemer are evil he devises wicked scheme to destroy the poor with lying words even when the needy speaks justice but a eighth verse is key but a generous man devises generous things and by generosity he shall stand come on this is my experience there are many times that have fallen if it was not for this principle many storms that would have taken over me if it was not principle by generosity and by giving hallelujah storms exhausted themselves and storms left hallelujah praise god storms failed hallelujah praise god because by your generosity you shall stand for the glory of jesus christ isaiah 32:20 blessed are those who sow beside all waters who send out freely the feet of the ox and the donkey ox speaks about apostolic ministry donkey speaks about prophetic ministry he says blessed are those who sow in all those waters 1 corinthians 9 says when an ox is treading do not muzzle it or stop it a worker deserves his wages when we release into hallelujah prophetic apostolic hallelujah ministries and hallelujah praise god anointings god has placed over our life hallelujah the bible is saying hallelujah freely will flow into your life there's a freely when you do it understanding with the knowledge of god hallelujah there is a freedom there is a free release there is a free flow that will come upon your life let that be a portion tonight in the name of jesus tonight philippians 4:18 says paul is saying indeed i have all and abound and i'm full having received from epaphroditus epaphroditus the things that sent from you a sweet smelling aroma an acceptable sacrifice well pleasing to god paul is saying i need and i have all a pound and a full message version and now i have it all and keep getting more the gift you with you send with epaphroditus is that correct epaphroditus correct but <laughs> more than enough like a sweet smelling sacrifice roasting on the altar filling the air with fragrance pleasing god no end hallelujah verse 19 says and my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory what kind of supply he's saying i have all i'm abounding and i'm full now he's saying my god shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory in other words and other words goshen he was experiencing a goshen anointing over his life a place of comfort and plenty during the time of famine paul is saying i have it all and i'm getting more i receive the gifts 
it is a sweet smelling aroma but let i'm telling you may god supply all your need according to his riches he says i'm not in a surviving mode i'm in a surplus supply mode come on tonight church joseph is taking care of his fathers his brothers and their families and he's saying bring them all when jacob comes to hear that joseph is alive and calling for him into the land of goshen hallelujah Jacob is sitting on the chariot and that Joseph sent and he's getting back. But Jacob understood the access into this blessing. But how do you access it? How do you access it? How do you access it? Tibariya sathara galaskaradarada. Number fifth, how do you access it? Genesis 46 and the 28th verse, he said, let Judah go first into the land of Goshen, where he will meet with Joseph. Judah means praise. Praise has to go first. Amidst famine, COVID-19, struggles, don't sit there, murmur and complain. Let Judah go first. Come on. Let Judah go first. what will happen to my child his school what will happen to my job what will happen to that plan let judah go first arabakara let ropakeshiata let words of life go first let praise go first hakaba sote bere sote amen was 15 to two chronicles chapter 20 was 15 to 16 When there were armies came, Jehovah Shepherd to say, let Judah go first. During the times of battle, Bible is saying, let Judah go first. In times of battle, don't sit there and say, oh, it is battle, oh, it is struggle. How do I survive? Praise Him. Look at three people and say, praise Him. Don't say, will there be sufficient for me? Will there be surplus for me? Praise Him. Don't give in to your mental battles. Praise Him. Come on, church tonight. you have to lift up the name of jesus god will give men abundance in the time of famine he will bless you when you praise men who praises the lord is where the blessing is tapped hallelujah now joseph is saying i know you are blessed i know you have sufficiency but you've come here and stay with me for i will preserve you i will take care of you and i will protect you because there is going to be trouble for the next 5 years it is going to take a bit more longer than you think joseph is telling them so the only way you can be in this blessing and protection is by stepping into the realm of goshen come on church tonight come on church tonight this is the word hallelujah this is the word you have to step into the realm of goshen come on into the realm of surplus living into the realm of goshen come on tonight church divariya samhara dara sambhora dara sia 
God wants to show excessive kindness tonight to somebody. God wants you to have gifts that you do not earn or you do not deserve. A life that you have not earned. Hallelujah. God is releasing the anointing. Favor means the tangible release of God's ability, influence and provision in your life. In the name of Jesus tonight, I release the anointing, the favor, all at the tangible release. Receive it tonight. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive it. Hallelujah. The tangible release of God's ability, God's influence and God's provision be us tonight in the name of Jesus I lose now in the name of Jesus take it now hallelujah the favor of God is a supernatural increase in promotion is a restoration of stolen things is a honor in the midst of adversaries and an increase of assets and great victories in the midst of great challenges receiving recognition where you are least likely to get it prominence and preparation treatment petitions granted by even ungodly civil authorities tonight let that be your portion if you believe it put your hands together if you want to dance tonight if you want to praise tonight if you want to run in the spirit tonight oh, receive it victory by the blood of Jesus that is what Pharaoh is saying Jacob you take the land of Goshen the most fertile place of Egypt hallelujah when you look at the map, Goshen is right in between Egypt. Goshen, see, Goshen is right in between. Egypt first is all around and all around Egypt there is lack. But in Goshen, in this Goshen, there is no lack. That's our portion. All around, there's complaining, GDP going down. But I told you, the men of God saying the church in the next four months are going to go ahead 10 years. Hallelujah. That's a prophecy that was released over the church. Receive it again and again and again and again in the name of Jesus. The Bible says there were flies all over Egypt, but right in the center, the epicenter. Hallelujah. It should have been of all the problems and troubles, but right in the center, they are protected. They've preserved because they've tapped into this grace of into the blessing of favor that comes from Goshen. Tonight, policies will be reversed for your advantage. Oh, I pray for somebody tonight who needs a policy for their advantage. Governmental orders, government and rules shall be changed for you tonight for your protection, for your favor in the name of Jesus. Oh, Travel entries for businesses shall be rules will be changed for your favor tonight in Jesus' name. Egyptians hate shepherds, they're not supposed to enter. But the most fertile land, Pharaoh is saying, You take it. Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Favor is winning battles that you did not even need to fight. Oh, hallelujah. There are battles that you thought you needed to fight. But favor is when you are going to win a fight, a battle that you will not need to fight tonight. Hallelujah. They did not even have to argue. 
Hallelujah. Can you, can you please give that? Pharaoh said, take it. Take it. Take it. Hallelujah. This week, hallelujah. Let there be some testimonies. Hallelujah. Mighty testimonies. Where you will win battles that you will not. Oh, yeah, yeah. We give you praise and we give you glory in the house of God. Hallelujah. Favor has to be real. And the anointing has to be real. How will you tap to it? You have to acknowledge. Number six, favor is real. Learn to recognize it. Acknowledge it. You have to believe for favor. Expect every day. Confess forth, I'm favored. I'm highly favored. And then you tap into this anointing. Don't be ashamed of favor when God favors you. Survival, sufficiency, and surplus. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So tonight is the word. Hallelujah. The grace and the favor of Goshen.